This is 97.1 FM on 3MDR. And uh, the track we just heard then was AB Original with January 26. And before that, Archie Roach was uh, there with the Australian Art Orchestra. And the track was called Wash My Soul in the River's Flow. It's just gone 7.30 a.m., which means we've got our special guest in the studio, uh, Bonnie Zudland. Good morning, Bonnie. Hey, Megan. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for coming in bright and early on on this Wednesday morning hump day and uh, and joining our listeners for a bit of a chat about Belgrave Survival Day. Yeah, no problems. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Um, I guess we, we might start with um, how you got involved. What's your what's your personal involvement with um, with the Belgrave Survival Day? Uh, so, yeah, so this is our 10th year and um, I've um, been involved um, since the first year. I, I, I was just a volunteer on the day, so I didn't have any involvement in organising it. Um, that was uh, organised by um, some close friends of mine, uh, Davey and, and Jane. Uh, they organised the, the first uh, day. 
Um, and yeah, so I volunteered then and since then I've kind of been um, involved in the committee and helping to prepare and organise for the day, um, yeah, various tasks. It's really interesting to me. I've um, uh, been going to the last two and, and this year will be my third um, third year. From someone who's been there right from the beginning, how has it grown or changed? Um, yeah, it's amazing the growth that um, it's had. Um, so the first the first day, which was um, at the Cameo Cinemas, it was in, in the back, um, in the, the lawn area, um, in the outdoor cinema area. Um, and um, yeah, that was a, a fairly um, small event, um, but significant, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, just with some local bands um, and a few stalls and uh, yeah, and a, and a couple of stalls that had like a little bit of food maybe, um, but most people sort of went up the street to get some food. Um, and yeah, so since then it's just, uh, it's moved to Borthwick Park um, and we get a full stage and we have to hire in toilets and and um, we've gone from, you know, a couple of hundred people to almost 2,000, 3,000 people showing up um, on the day. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's grown huge. Um, we've been able to um, pretty much now uh, the stage is held by all Indigenous um, artists, um, although some of the supporting um, members of bands might not be Indigenous, but we try to have as many um, Indigenous acts as possible. Uh, so that that aspect of it has also uh, in grown and improved. And, um, and we really don't have to do a lot of media um, anymore because it's a known event. Um, people come along because they know it happens and they enjoy the day. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's it sort of it's got its own um, it's got its own momentum now mm. uh, to to keep continuing. And I guess the other bit that's um, exciting for us is that uh, each year more and more uh, Indigenous people from the area uh, come along and attend the day just as participants um, and, and and audience members. So it's really a shared experience because you know a lot of white Australians are very sympathetic. Um, to this um, Belgrave Survival Day, as opposed to celebrating Australia Day, it doesn't sit right with a lot of a lot of people. Um, so to be able to celebrate together, um, Black and White Australians, um, First Nations people, and uh, you know uh, the rest of us, um, it is it is really important. Um, yeah, and I think the I think the surrounding community acknowledges that, and that's why it's it's become um, it's it's a it's a it's a sort of a stable uh, thing that people can do year after year to acknowledge Australia's history and mm. uh, acknowledge the the local indigenous community as well. And that's the theme of this year, isn't it? Um, uh, uh, you know, um, I can't remember the exact words, but um, it's about knowing your local history. Yes. So yeah, I think I think. Um, one of the first acts of solidarity that we can do with Indigenous people uh, is to take some responsibility for ourselves uh, and to go and learn about our own local history, uh, to um, engage in that history and have an understanding because um, it's not... Uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a high school teacher and our, our local history isn't taught in schools. We might get some, um, you know, of the, the general uh, history of, 
interaction between uh, colonial uh, settlement and and the indigenous populations um, around Sydney, those kinds of um, uh, those kinds of histories. But we don't get a, a very good understanding of our local history, and um, it's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty rich history in the Dandenong Ranges. There's uh, lots of things that people can uh, learn about, um, and every year we've we've tried to have something related to the local history. So the uh, the Shire Rangers has uh, usually got a display about um, local aspects um, uh, and uh, we've always had um, <coughs> guest speakers come along on the day that have uh, shared stories about the local history as well so yeah so it's so it's in that's that's I think the the first thing people can do to show solidarity um, with Indigenous people. And Bonnie, what's planned for the day? Like what time do you kick off and, and what's the sort of running of events? Yeah, so we kick off around uh, 12, 12.30. Um, we'll have uh, uh, the local councillor, Mike uh, Clark, come and open the event for us. Uh, and then we, um, we'll have a, uh, Uncle Bill Nicholson, who's been coming um, most years for the um, almost um, the start of the event and he does the Welcome to Country uh, which is uh, fabulous it's one of the I think that's the aspect that I enjoy the most of the event is um, listening to Uncle Bill talk about uh, culture talk about the local history again uh, and uh and share some stories and, and some of his wisdom about what we can do uh, to uh, bring Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians together. Uh, and, uh, and so that happens with the smoking ceremony. Um, and then usually we have the, um, uh, the local Indigenous dance dancers, so that's the Jiri Jiri dancers. Uh, they'll be performing. Uh, and then the lineup's not exactly set out yet, but the deans are going to come and play, and, and um, you can uh, get your booty on uh, <laughs> for that one. They're fabulous. They will um, certainly um, yeah, get people up and dancing. Um, then we have um, Jaden Lillist, um, as, who's a solo acoustic performer. Uh, he's played with the Deans in the past um, and uh, yeah so we're looking forward to him that's the first time we've had him and then we've got um, Uncle Joey who will be performing the um, a didgeridoo meditation uh, and then we finish up with um, fabulous Benny Walker so those are the acts and um, in between those there'll be uh, some speeches um, and, and, and particularly this year we're we're looking forward to uh, Bruce Pascoe coming and um, and and talking. And again, he's going to be um, he's a he's an award-winning author. Uh, he's written a number of uh, uh, stories um, that incorporate in Indigenous um, history. So we're looking forward to having him come along. Um, he's just put out a, a new book. I think it's called um, uh, Dark Emu. Uh, I've lost the title, the full title of it, but um, yeah, they'll we'll have copy. He'll have a stall there as well, so there'll be Great. copies of his um, book available. Uh, so yeah, we're really looking forward to having having him come and, and, and talk to us. Yeah, terrific. So um, parking and logistics and food and picnics. I mean, what what do we need to do? So yeah, well. Uh, there are lots of things there. Um, so there's always food um, available. We've got a number of food stalls and coffee stalls coming. We've got um, a uh, local in Indigenous um, barbecue. So there'll be bush foods available. Uh, and 
and um, uh, the it's because it's at Borthwick Park. There's the playground, uh, so we uh, we do encourage people to be sort of self-sufficient. So bring your own water, um, picnic blanket, um, chairs, a bit of shade. There is shade in the park, but um, if it if it's a, uh, turning out to be a warm day, um, it's good to bring something to um, have a bit of shade and sunscreen and clearly those sorts of things. So try and be self-sufficient. Um, but yeah, there is food and 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 drinks and toilets uh, and the playground. Um, and um, every year we have uh, St John's come along so there's emergency services there um, and as for parking we would really encourage people to park at uh, the Belgrave station car park and we run a shuttle bus uh, that will be going back and forth from the train station to the park um, because parking around the area is uh, is fairly limited uh, so if you want to um, catch the train or you just want to you do want to drive we would encourage you to go to the the train station and and catch the little shuttle bus that we run back and forth from from the car park at the station to um to Borthwick Park so yeah if you can do that that would be very helpful cool um Bonnie let's um play a track now you've chosen uh, a Dan Sultan track it's uh track number three Dingo yeah um what, what's this uh CD or uh, this song sort of mean to you are you a fan of of Dan's um I'm a little bit of a fan of uh, of Dan, and um, he actually performed um, in that um, AB um, song. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah, I I I I, I, I just enjoyed um, Dan Sultan's music, um, but this one is just it's just a bit uh, upbeat. Um, it's got a uh, you know a feeling of you know. I guess sort of just making you feel um, like you want to move a bit. Um, so, yeah, although some of his other songs are a bit more um, uh, sorrowful and um, uh, but, yeah, this one I thought, yeah, for the first thing in the morning on a Wednesday, let's um, have something a little bit more upbeat. <laughs> on hump day, definitely. Yeah. So uh, this track is called um, Dingo and it's by Dan Sultan. And when we come back, let's, uh, let's talk about the politics of um, Belgrave Survival Day. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, 3MDR.
Dan Sultan with a uh, rollicking track called Dingo. Uh, That comes from uh, a CD, uh, Get Out While You Can. Uh, I'm not sure what year that was. It doesn't seem to have a year on it. So... Uh, but it was uh, funded by Arts Victoria, so um, there you go, Dan Sultan. So, Bonnie, let's get down to the, the nitty-gritty. I mean, it's uh, it's a day where people can come and they can sort of, um, you know, uh, enjoy the music and, and have a bit of food and s- sort of celebrate a bit with friends. But what's the, the deeper meaning and the message behind the Belgrave Survival Day? Yeah, so, I mean, this is the bit that I, I guess... Um I'm more passionate about um, I mean I do love music and I do love to have a bit of a dance but um, that that's never really the center of uh, of, of Belgrave survival day for me um, yeah so yeah I mean January 26 is a, a day that um, for um, most indigenous people is a is a day of, of mourning is a day of sorrow really uh, so uh, um, we we shouldn't be I mean this is my opinion um, we shouldn't be celebrating um, uh, it as a as a day um, uh, in in Australian history it should be um, uh, a day to actually reflect uh, on our history um, and um, I, I just think that um, Belgrave Survival Day uh, represents a, an opportunity for people to move away from, from that paradigm uh, where people can come together uh, and spend the day learning as well as in you know, clearly enjoying the music and food and being around the local community, uh, but also to sort of, I guess, uh, disrupt that paradigm that, um, you know, we often think of Australia Day as, uh, you know, barbecues, Australian flags, good old Australia culture, it, uh, and 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 actually the 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 significance of it as a historical day. Um, doesn't actually come much to the surface um, unless maybe you're at a, a particular ceremony where they might talk about it. But um, I don't think Australians themselves really have uh, any understanding of the historical uh, significance of the day. And it wasn't always a big celebration. Like I don't remember it as being a hugely, um, you know, patriotic sort of uh, celebration on Australia Day. It was really just a, a public holiday, to be to be honest. Yeah, and it's actually only um, in in the last 20, 25 years that it's actually been a public holiday. It wasn't celebrated prior to, 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 to that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Johnny Howard was the one that really sort of started it off was he is that how it how it all came about um i believe i believe so yeah um i'm not i'm not um uh 100 uh up on the history of how australia day itself started yeah um but um for for, for me as as someone who's engaged with you know, in the indigenous community um over the years in various activities um no i, I just know that it's a day that i i I don't want to engage in that as a as as a form of celebration. I mm. want to engage in something um, more more meaningful, um, and and this is a way that I can I can do that. Yeah. And there does seem to be sort of like a another I see I guess push towards changing the date. There's been the new new song um, that we mentioned before by AB Original, and um, uh, you know there's there's that 
that groundswell of support? Like, what do you think it's going to take to change uh, the celebration day? I mean, what what do you think needs to happen? Um, well, uh, a, a fair bit more work would need to be be done. I mean. Um, Events that are happening um, on January 26th um, in the last couple of years, um, you know, I've been involved in Belgrave Survival Day, um, but there's been sort of protests in the city. Uh, so um, warriors um, for the Aboriginal resistance, uh, they have been organising protests in the city for the last couple of years. Uh, so I think that's a significant part um, and people can participate and engage in, in that. So, um, yeah, you might want to look up um, them on, on on Facebook. There's a there's a, a group there um, and support activities around that. Um, uh, I know that there's been campaigns um, that people have been involved in to to get, for example, like Triple J to change the day. Uh, so that's um, uh, I believe there's a bit of momentum there that 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 um, Triple J have. Um, been considering it for for um it's it's a part of their internal discussions that they're thinking of of uh changing their hottest 100 date uh so so that's uh, I, I think a little bit of a cultural shift potential um, and people can put more pressure on them to to do that i believe that there's a change.org petition or some kind of petition um i know i signed it um i can't remember what what, for, what format it was on um but yeah you can you can do that so there's there's also sorts of um things from yeah like from protesting all the way to signing petitions to participating in something like Belgrave Survival Day and um and uh yeah I guess um, trying to shift that paradigm that we that we live in mm. um and um put pressure on on politicians and and our friends even um you know the ones that do go and and sit around and drink all day and uh, listen uh to, to to Triple J as their their party um uh, but you know, uh, n- not do some of the small things that we could do, which um, you know I think like Belgrave Survival Day provides one of those opportunities, particularly around getting to know your local history and just doing something different on the day. And I mean, I've always had a, a good time there, but it's all, always one of those things you mentioned earlier. It's a really nice time to reflect. You know, I don't have to take personal responsibility. A lot of people talk about that. You know, I didn't do anything wrong, and why? You know, it's not about that. It's about reflecting and and just sharing in that experience because we're all at the end of the day, we're all human, and uh, just a little bit of compassion, a bit of empathy around that sensitivity around that date. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see a problem with that. I think it's really important to just just support something like Belgrave Survival Day. So, it's the tenth year. You know, congratulations on all your hard work, Bonnie, and and yeah, you've got a team, I guess. That, that yeah, works so with you. we've got a great, um, great uh, committee um, that uh, you know we we um, organise from one event to the next. So it's a year long process to get Belgrave Survival Day going, uh, and uh, we certainly. Um, yeah, have um, worked hard over the years with different... I mean, it's all volunteers uh, that, that are on the committee uh, and all volunteers that organise the day, so that's a pretty significant um, uh, fact. Um, and, yeah, a lot of credit has to go out to, to our volunteers um, that have been working hard all throughout the year. Um, I, <clears throat> I'm, I work... Um, 
pretty hard during the year in my my job so it's it comes come december november um, december and and january when things slow down for me is when i jump on board but the uh other committee members um who organize the acts and start booking the stage and uh the the sound and the toilets and all of the logistics and the the council event management plans and the acquittals the grant applications all of those things that happen throughout the year uh do require work so if uh, you know if you want to want to come and volunteer for belgrave survival day committee to keep the event going we've we've got another year of um of funding um so we had a, a our grants were secured for three years so right. Um, next year will be the third year of that grant so um, we've got that uh, secured uh, so the event will definitely be happening uh, in 2018 uh, so we're looking forward to that so if we if you want to come in and do some volunteer work for us and and show some solidarity with in indigenous people uh, that would be a, a great way that you could uh, um, take s- um, some responsibility and Bonnie, how would people get in contact with you? Is there a phone number or a website or an email? Uh, yep, so we've got a Facebook page. So if you just look up Belgrave Survival Day on Facebook, um, we keep that fairly active. Uh, and we do have a Gmail account, which is just survivalday at gmail.com. So people can uh, contact us via via either of those two uh, formats um, and, uh, yeah, and, and get on get on board with us. That would be great. Well, thanks so much for your time this morning. We've been talking with uh, Bonnie Zudland and uh, Bonnie's on the committee of uh, the Belgrave Survival Day. So thanks so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, It's also good to play a bit of music that can uh, tell these stories in different ways. But um, why don't we go out now with um, a Paul Kelly uh, song, Paul Kelly and the Messengers with From Little Things, Big Things Grow, which was, of of course, written by um, Kev Carmody and Paul Kelly. And then just before we do gaming, we have to also throw a plug into 3MDR for always coming and and, uh, simulcasting the day. So if you can't come... Uh, uh, but you can be sitting around uh, listening to the radio. You can certainly tap into to to it on the radio, and uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing Megan on the day uh, <laughs> uh, talking and doing interviews with some some people Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, getting listen to the music. And, yeah, getting and, out there. Yeah, and we we you know the committee's always been grateful to have 3MDR there on the day and adds that, a, a, another element of uh, local connectedness uh, to to the actual day. So um, so th- thanks to 3MDR. Thank you, Bonnie. Let's go out with uh, From Little Things, Big Things Grow. This is uh, 3MDR and uh, the station 97.1 FM or uh, stream us live, 3MDR.com. around people I'll tell you a story an eight year long story of power and pride British Lord Vesty and Vincent Lignari were opposite men on opposite sides Vesty was fat with money and muscle beef was his business broad was his door Vincent was lean and spoke very little He had no bank balance Hard dirt was his floor From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow 
days you were working for nothing but rations. But once they had gathered the wealth of the land, daily the pressure got tighter and tighter. The ranger decided they must make a stand. They picked up their swags and started off walking at Water Creek. They sat themselves down. Now it don't sound like much, but it sure got tongues talking back at the homestead. And then in the town, from little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. Investing man said, "I'll double your wages, eighteen quid a week. You'll have in your hand." Vincent said, "Uh-uh, we're not talking about wages. We're sitting right here till we get our land." Vesting man roared, vesting man thundered. It don't stand a chance of a cinder and snow. Vince said, "If we fall, others are rising from little things. Big things grow from little things. Big things grow." Vincent Lingyari boarded an airplane, landed in Sydney, big city of lights. And daily he went round softly, speaking his story to all kinds of men from all walks of life. And Vincent sat down with big politicians. This affair, they told him, it's a matter of state. Let us sort it out. While your people are hungry. Vincent said, "No thanks. We know how to wait. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow." Then Vincent Lingyari returned in an airplane back to his country once more to sit down. And he told his people, "Let the stars keep on turning. We have friends in the south, in the cities and towns." Eight years went by, eight long years of waiting, till one day a tall stranger appeared in the land. And he came with lawyers, and he came with great ceremony, and through Vincent's fingers poured a handful of sand. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. Well, that was the story of Vincent Lingyari. But this is the story of something much more. How power and privilege can unmove a people who know where they stand, stand in the law. From little things, big things grow. From little things, 